You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan and Out of the Gates, uh, we talked about uh, the situation involving Nebraska and Oklahoma, and and I wanted to bring in uh, somebody right down there in Norman uh, on the beat, our longtime friend and colleague, Kerry Murdoch, the publisher of Sooner Scoop. Kerry, thank you for joining us. And let me ask you this first. On Friday, when Brett McMurphy laid his sniper shot across Nebraska with that news story, what was your reaction? And had you heard any grumblings at all that this was being discussed? No, and that was the thing. My first reaction was, holy crap, you know, how is how is Joe Castiglione going to view this? Uh, because I, I, I haven't heard any buzz about them being concerned about the game falling apart. Uh, and it's, it's really been one of the big centerpieces that Joe, you know, Joe Castiglione is most proud of uh, in his scheduling. Is that, uh, And I believe, do I have this right? It was Tom Osborne, right, that put that together? In, Correct. Uh, one of his last two years there. So Nebraska or, set the game up when they were leaving the Big Ten 12. Osborne, one of his last duties – as AD, was he got that game set up with Castiglione? Yeah, I mean, it was just such a it was such a big deal to everybody on both sides. And I mean, you know, I know there's been changes in leadership, but you know, when something like and I understand the financials of it, I really do. But that's a game that every fan base has been looking forward to for almost ten years now, knowing that that series was coming back. Uh, in all the games, both in Lincoln and Norman, uh, that you and I have been to and covered. I mean, uh, I know it's not the game of the century in 1971. I wasn't even born yet when that game took place. But, uh, you know, everyone who grow, grew up in, in Oklahoma or Nebraska knows about that game. They know even who played in that game. Like, I mean, they know who the stars that They know the plays that were bad. And like, like I said, I wasn't even born. So... To have a 50th anniversary, you knew it wasn't just about uh, the current players, the current coaches. It was about everyone that loves the sport and loves these programs, uh, regardless of it, – it, it's what you grew up on. And it was, it, was, it was a celebration as much as it was a football series. And, Kerry, uh, out here I can tell you people were outraged, and, and you're heavily involved in the local sports talk radio scene, and you have been for years in Oklahoma City – was that the story on Friday down there? I mean, did it take over all the shows um, discussing this potential deal? You know, I, I, I don't know that it took over. I mean, um, I, you know, I think both you've had a, a couple of in-state runs by uh, the college basketball teams in state in Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. Uh, and, and, of course, you have the Thunder now and, you know, all their, we're, we're, we're making fun of them all the time trying to convince them to tank more. Uh, but I mean, yeah, I mean, you hear that, and I think the the main thing that most OU fans, you know, they they kind of pitied Nebraska. It wasn't like they were mad at Nebraska. Uh, I think you know a lot of people snickered. You know, a lot of younger fans probably snickered a little bit. But I think a lot of you know fans that have been around that have seen the battles that that even the ones that remember sitting there as Tom Osborne was kicking their tails, like I think they just felt kind of sad that Nebraska had fallen to this to back out of a game that everyone knows means so much to both fans on both sides. Uh, and, I mean, that was the thing. You, you asked me first, you know, how much did OU, you know, OU was completely blindsided. And uh, 
for Joe Castiglione to come out with that statement, he was basically saying, look, I don't know what you people are doing up in Lincoln, but we're going to be playing football in September, and we've got a contract that says that. We're talking to Kerry Murdoch here of Soonerscoop.com as we discuss um, the fallout from Friday's announcement um, that there was talks of Nebraska looking at potentially a MAC opponent or Old Dominion to replace Oklahoma um, in a game scheduled, the two-year series, to honor the, the game of the century from 1970 and 71. Um, Kerry, um, w- w- when you look at this series, you know what's interesting to me is back in the final years of the Big 8, obviously Nebraska and Oklahoma played every year, but then Oklahoma at that time was in a, in a, in a low point. They were just getting done with John Blake, pre-Bob Stoops, and that series just went away by the wayside. It, it no longer was an annual deal, and, and at that time people were just, okay, whatever. Uh, Oklahoma is in a different division. We're not going to fight hard for this game. Uh, but now it, it's just kind of gone full circle where, you know, Nebraska was in, that, in a similar boat where they were trying to kind of walk away uh, from this thing. Um, it kind of reminded me a little bit of the last time the two teams played in 97. Yeah, and it is. It's kind of, you know, a little bit in reverse, and you, you don't want to think Nebraska is as bad as Oklahoma was in the John Blake era. Uh and they're really not, but they're pretty darn close. I mean, it's and, – and Tom Osborne just showed no mercy in those days. I mean, he had so many battles with Oklahoma. Who could blame him for coming in and just pouring it on, a you know, just a, a defunct Oklahoma program at the time. Uh, and But, yeah, I mean, uh, I think, you know, the thing about this series, though, is there is – there are some highlights. I mean, there's there's OU Nebraska in the Big 12 championship game. I'm trying – I haven't even thought about this, but uh, – that would have been two uh, Big Twelve 08. championship games: uh, the two thousand six championship game, the two thousand ten championship game. Yeah, the ten in Arthur, which was the last one before the split, the big split, and then there was no more Big Twelve championship. Get Oklahoma, and Nebraska played it. Now it's back, of course, but I mean that was the game that that Nebraska got out to a big lead. And uh, I'm just going to say this right now, Sean, uh, to all the Husker fans listening, sorry I was such a jerk hole about Rex Berkman after the Super Bowl. Uh, I, I'm never going to say another bad thing about Rex Burkhead again, uh, because, uh, he, he's, he really, <laughs> he really is other than Indomitian Sue. He's one of the best players to come out of Nebraska in a very long time. Yeah. Rex Burkhead is, uh, revered here, loved by many, um, as we're talking, uh, Oklahoma, Nebraska. And, you know, Kerry, what's interesting is this is Scott Frost's best team. Um, the early metrics on ESPN on one of their index polls has Nebraska about 30th. So it's not like. This team is is not ready to play Oklahoma. That's the other nurse. They have a four-year returner at starting quarterback. They returned 17 of their top 20 players on defense. They made a lot of improvements at times, uh, but they had two very bad losses that just soured the whole year last year. Yeah. Um, you know, when, when they lost to Illinois and then they lost to Minnesota with like 50 guys suited up on the sideline after a COVID deal. But you know, Oklahoma, on the other hand, as, as we know, is, is there. I mean, it's playoff or bust next year down there. Am, am I correct with that take? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. It, I mean, it is – I would say next year will be the most legitimate talk going into the season about OU being, you know, a potential uh, number one going into the season. I know Alabama will probably get that, but, you know, they've got a, a new quarterback, which, you know, we've all seen, and, and, and I think – uh, Bryce Young is a really good quarterback. Oklahoma certainly wanted him. He was their their plan A, and they ended up not getting him. Uh, but he's also a guy that doesn't have the experience where Oklahoma has Spencer Rattler coming back. 
who is you know now one of the best quarterbacks in college football uh, after you know having a, a redshirt freshman season last year. So, um, but no, I mean, the, yeah, I, I think. Yeah, it should be a good matchup, and you're right. You know, that Illinois loss, I remember seeing that last year and just going, oh, my God, what, what are you doing, Nebraska? Um, but at the same time, Oklahoma lost a, can- a terrible Kansas State team a year ago uh, and ended up kind of turning things around because that was Spencer Rattler's first, you know, foray as a starting quarterback. He wasn't great until uh, the Texas game, and he really grew up a lot by the end of the season. So, uh, yeah, but – yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any doubt. Fans, even players, have been open about it. They want to win a national championship next year. Uh, and the reason I think it is legitimate is because th- it looks like Oklahoma finally has a real defense. And Alex Grinch has done a fantastic job. Uh, they have players who are dudes who you haven't se- You can't just say that Oklahoma has had you know, dudes from the front of the defense to the back of the defense, and they're starting to look more like uh, you know, when it, it's close, when they play Alabama now, it won't look like such a mismatch on defense. That's for sure. And I got to ask you this because a lot of Nebraska fans are curious because he was committed to Nebraska for a long time. Bookie Radley Hiles is, is he staying or is he going to stay in the portal uh, for Oklahoma? Uh, we're hearing that he's he's going to end up at Washington, um, and we'd heard that he wanted to go back uh, west, and you know they their defensive coordinator left for Texas, but you know I mean. Buki is – he's been brash. Uh, he is – he's been a guy that's been polarizing. We always thought that he got way more criticism than what he deserved. He has had some stupid plays and some boneheaded plays, uh, and especially in, in the LSU game in the college football playoff last year when he got thrown out of the game uh, for a, a cheap shot that he took against uh, Clyde Edwards-Lair. And people have just – you know, it, he's continued to get personal fouls here and there. And not a bunch, you know, one or two, but every time he does something like that, the fans just go nuts. And he's actually been a really productive player. Uh, he just has not lived up to that five-star billing. He hasn't been like a Tyron Matthew. Uh, he's just been a productive, you know, everyday player that's about five foot eight, which is his biggest issue. And final thing here, Kerry, I'll be curious on this Oklahoma-Nebraska game if Fox will get it at big noon kickoff or will will it go to ABC and I'm sure Oklahoma fans are hoping for that where they can get that <laughs> get that game at night because that would be probably the ultimate party pooper to have that game kick at 11 a.m. Yeah, well, I, I was thinking you were saying you don't want Bob Stoops on the big noon kickoff broadcast, uh, you know, being a homer towards OU before that game starts. Well, it would be interesting, though, because they, they have a pecking order where they rotate network to network and i'm assuming red river shootout's always the number one pick for the big 12 like that's yeah that's kind of become fox has kind of really clamped down on that one um so but the fact that the yeah i would i would think maybe they they go more towards ou texas because they don't see ou nebraska even though it's a big game uh you know in the world of college football historically it they probably will see it as a potential you know Rating. game that OU should win going away. Well, the ratings, I mean, that, that's what yeah. I mean. I think from a ratings perspective, that game will still pull a massive number um, just for the history of it. I mean, Nebraska still pulls a rating for as poor as they've been the last six, seven years. They still get a number, um, and it will be interesting if that falls um, to, as the, maybe the second selection in the Big 12 order. I don't know what Texas has on their non-conference right now, if, if there's another game that would warrant that, but 
Uh, I'm sure the fans down there would want that at night versus 11 a.m. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt. Night games, uh, people hate the 11 a.m. games. They really, really hate the OU because of the Fox contract. And I know, you know, the Big Ten has a big Fox contract too. Uh, but it, they get caught in so many 11 o'clock games that it, people get, you know, last year it wasn't as big a deal because of COVID, but it really has become a huge issue. And, and Lincoln Riley hates it because it basically cuts a recruiting visit in half. Uh, because they they have to get up early, and kids that want to come in late Friday really don't get to do anything. So even the coaches hate 11 a.m. kickoffs. But, yeah, you're right. It's it's become a, a really big problem around the Oklahoma football program with the fan base, those 11 a.m. kicks. Well, Kerry, I'm sure we'll catch up more here um, in, in the coming months. But as of now, the game is on in Norman, um, <laughs> Nebraska, Oklahoma, and uh, it, it unless was, a big donor wants to step up and, and pay the buyout, I guess maybe still on. maybe some Indiana booster will buy that out too, right? I mean, oh my goodness! Well, hey, Kerry, thank you very much, and uh, look forward to talking to you here in, in the coming months. All right, Sean, great being with you as all, always. All right, much more to come. You're listening here to the Husker Line Show.